open your Bibles this morning for a few moments to the Old Testament book of Joshua, chapter 5. Joshua, chapter 5, as we unite our hearts together for prayer this morning, our great aim in prayer is just what we sing about, that God would be glorified in us individually, as families, corporately together this day as we gather together in this place. And I think Joshua chapter 5 gives us uh, some words to meditate upon as we close out this year and enter into the start of a new year, Uh, some things to meditate upon and bring to the Lord together uh, this morning. Joshua chapter 5, I'll begin reading in verse 13, and I'll read to the end of the chapter. When Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man was standing before him with his drawn sword in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said, Are you for us or for our adversaries? And he said, No, but I am the commander of the army of the Lord. Now I have come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped and said to him, What? does my Lord say to his servant? And the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take off your sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. You know, there's a principle that is true for all of us. What you take in is oftentimes what, how you live. What you listen to, what you read kind of becomes who you are, right? Uh, The more you take it in, the more you think like what you listen to. Uh, The more persuasive what you read, it becomes your worldview. And it's true in books, it's true in song, and for us as Christians, it's certainly true when it comes to the Word of God. What we take in indicates how we think and how we're going to live, and how we're going to speak. And yet we live in a day today where even among professing Christians, there seems to be a diminishing interest in the Word of God. And this is not this morning a time for us just to beat each other up for here at the end of the year, how did we do in our Bible reading? It's a time for evaluation. It's a time to say, what is important to my soul? What is important to me? Statistically, we're told, and again, I mean, these come from reputable sources, approximately 32% of those who attend church regularly, uh, evangelical churches, read their Bible daily. 32%, three out of every 10. And um, even those results probably are a little bit high, if we're honest. Millions who consider themselves Christians just have no interest in the Bible. In God's Word. In God's revelation of Himself to us. And if we give no time to God, then don't be surprised when you don't think God's thoughts or you don't live God's way. Or you find yourself struggling in sin and with no real desire to worship. If you give God a measly few minutes each day, a few minutes on Sunday, 
Don't be surprised if... Now, now the world will regard you as being holy for just a few minutes a day and go to church on Sunday. But that's certainly not what the Lord has in mind for His people. As we look at Joshua chapter 5 this morning... uh, We've In the previous verses that, that come here in chapter 5, I mean, we know that uh, Joshua has led Israel into the promised land, over the river into the promised land. They've received the sign of the covenant. God has told them to circumcise as a, a sign of the covenant. They have uh, celebrated the Passover. Uh, the manna that God provided for those 40 years now has ceased. And now we come to this turning point in verses 13 through 15, they are kind of, in a sense, on their own now. They've transitioned away from that whole wilderness thing. They've arrived into the, into the, the promised land, and now it's kind of a, a transition point. And it kind of comes home when Joshua comes to face-to-face with a man sword in hand. Now, Joshua knows to anticipate there's going to be war, so it makes sense the question that he asks there in verse 13, are you for us or for our adversaries? It's the right question to ask because he's anticipating there's going to be conflict in this land. And he just needs to know, is this the start of it? But the man's answer floors Joshua. No, verse 14, I am the commander of the army of the Lord. And notice what happens next. Verse 14, and Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped. This is Joshua's response. His response to the awareness that this man with sword in hand is of God, the commander of the army of the Lord. His response is worship. His response is praise. His response is to fall on his face and to adore this man. I do think we have a Christophany here, a pre-incarnate Christophany, image of Christ here. And he realizes in this turning point in his own life and ministry to the Lord that he needs what this man has. He needs a word from this man. So he falls on his face. Now for Joshua, he's receiving audible revelation from God. Right? He's going to hear the voice of God speaking to him through the commander of the army of the Lord. Now, for you and I, God speaks the exact same way, not necessarily audibly, but he has given us his word. God speaks every bit as clearly to you and I today, and it's through the word of God, the Holy Spirit speaking through the words on the pages of your Bible and my Bible. And with the Holy Spirit's influence and help, empowering the words on those pages that may seem so dull and dry to you, or you may think, I just don't like reading. Well, reading the Bible is not a you event. It's the work of God, the Holy Spirit, working through you to open your eyes and your ears to hear the voice of God. Our God is a speaking God. He has spoken in days gone past in various ways, and now he speaks through his son Jesus, the incarnate word, which is preserved for us in the word of God. The question for you, do we understand God speaks in his word? Do we understand that that Bible 
that you have. We're told, again, I was just looking at statistics in preparation for this. Nine in ten homes in America have Bibles, and among those that do, the average is three. Three Bibles in nine out of ten homes. Do we understand that is the voice of God? It's at your disposal, my disposal. Do we understand God speaks in His Word? And that Bible you have there is God. The way that Joshua understands this man falls on his face in worship. He understands this is God. Do we understand that? Another observation here. His response, he says in verse There at the end of verse 14, And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped and said to him, What does my Lord say? Do you notice his response there? There's a, a submission. There's a reverence. There's a, a devotion, an earnestness, a hunger, a thirst. You are my God. I am this needy Joshua who's been called out for your purposes. I need what you have to give. I submit. I'm devoted. I'm earnest. I love you. Speak to me. Do we respond like that to God's Word? Or is it oftentimes just a a daily discipline or a weekly discipline to whatever extent? I need to read my Bible. Well, we do need to, but that's God speaking. And us opening God's Word is an exercise of our worship to Him of our devotion to Him, of our loyalty to Him, of our earnestness to Him. Do you say you love somebody that you never spend time with? Well, here we notice Joshua's response as he falls down on on the ground. What does my Lord say? Do we have that kind of response? And then just a third observation. Just there on that same little section. Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped and said to him, What does my Lord say what? To his servant. Joshua is devoting himself to the Lord. He's redevoting himself. I am your servant. My life is not my own. You are God. I'm but your servant. Use me. Speak to me. Teach me. Grow me. Show me your glory. I am your servant. Joshua is a man who's serious about God's word and about God speaking to him. Are we? You know, Jesus himself warns, or God himself warns in the Old Testament, Isaiah, these people draw near to me with their mouths and they honor me with their lips. Meaning in a setting like this, we can say, oh yes, yes, we lay men, yes, we love them. But then, but then God goes on to say, but their hearts are far from me. And one of the things we know about God, he's more concerned with how we do what we're doing than what we do. Why Jesus didn't give himself to those who professed him to be followers of him in John chapter 2. He knew what was in their hearts. What's in your heart this morning? What's in my heart this morning? Are we serious about our relationship with God? My Lord, speak to your servant. 
Well, as we close out a new year, as we look to the new, this is a time where people are usually reinvigorating their spiritual disciplines. Hey, this year I'm going to read through the Bible in the year. This year I'm going to focus on, I'm going to read the book of Romans, and I'm going to spend six months on it. All are wonderful things. But it certainly can become just a very rote discipline. For you and I, it needs to be, I'm your servant. We are your servants. Speak to us through your word. Whatever your Bible reading strategy will be in the new year, whether you'll be continuing what you did last year because it went so well or because you look upon last year and you think, I spent next to no time in God's word. I must do something different. It speaks unwell of my soul if I'm not earnestly spending time with the Lord. Well, do we have this kind of a heart for the Lord that we see here demonstrated by Joshua?